Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. First question, I always think, why? <laughs> why? Yeah. What is it about you? You were playing and instead of going to the beach for two weeks in the summer, like all your teammates, you were going off to Afghanistan. Attempting or, a remarkable you know. feat uh, this year. They're planning to row across the Atlantic. It's 5,000 kilometres. It's New York to Galway. It's unsupported. I'm Damien Brown. This is Deep Roots. And once again, I'm asking you to join me on my next adventure. Taking this opportunity to reset. I'm very conscious that I could make some mistakes in this intermediary period post Gussie's departure that are um, going to more than anything psychologically um, stress me later in the expedition. So I just want to take my time um, to find my feet as a solo and figure out what my days look like uh, what a healthy routine for me and um, all the priorities ambitions um, I have um, would look like so with that being said um, today is day technically today is I'm into day 15 but obviously this is a podcast on previous 24 hours um, and it was a pretty 
in terms of distance covered at least it was an absolutely phenomenal um, 24 hours I reckon by my rough calculations so um, I say rough calculations because we don't have a measurement the distance on this boat uh, and I calculate off um, uh, distance to waypoint so you know we always have a waypoint that we're trying to get to a GPS coordinates and then uh, that's what I calculate back uh, our daily distance on and I reckon in the last 24 hours from exactly now, so in day 15, so not exactly all in day 14, but uh, from this moment in day 15, from until uh, 24 hours previous, uh, I rode, well, I don't know if I rode, we covered uh, 100 nautical miles. that's with only nine hours rowing completed uh, so from 6.15 yesterday was the first uh, stroke I took AM and last night at about half nine I took my last stroke so in between those two times I completed nine hours of rowing so it was a lot of hour on, hour, hour on, hour off, hour on, 45 minutes off, an hour and a half on, 45 minutes off. It was quite condensed. Uh, and I thought I'd go out again uh, after that, but I got soaked. Um, and when I crawled into the cabin, um, and I changed, uh, sorry, and stripped down and dried myself, uh, I realized that the boat, as it had been all day, but particularly um, in direction-wise, at that point was trucking exactly on the waypoint line at nearly, believe it or not, three and a half knots. Uh, I mean, that's, that's just dream stuff. Like I've never had, never experienced that in my life before. Um, so I was like, oh fuck, I'm wrecked. Like I'm proper fucked. Uh, I think I still have a kind of emotional hangover from Gussie leaving um, still probably um, uh, feeling the effects of the 12 days previous where we just pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed 24-7 uh, so I was like fuck it I'm going to take this opportunity uh, since I've, I've kind of depressurized the, this little bubble post Gussie leaving uh, to for that um, for that uh, concentration on finding my feet I was like I'm going to uh, I'm just going to put the head down and let the boat do what it's going to do tonight and um, and I'm happy to say I woke up fucking I think it was like nine hours I think I slept uh, yeah well no eight hours and um, she didn't budge offline and she kept moving. I think she covered something like 20 miles overnight. 30 miles, maybe. Absolutely fucking incredible stuff. So, uh, 
Yeah. So I suppose in one way, uh, Gus's departure um, couldn't have come at a better time in terms of the effects that would have and then like if I was facing into like headwind battles and you know 12 14 hours rowing a day I think it could just absolutely destroy me physically psychologically um, but having the the Gulf Stream aiding me so um, powerfully has just given me this space to make um, give myself kind of permission to um, dial off any sort of pressures, any standard setters, standards, um, uh, accountability, and um, and uh, yeah, and just give me, like I said, give myself that opportunity to kind of find my feet again and get back into things and. and and set in stone a new routine over the next few days. So that's been, uh, I mean, how important? I can't really articulate, but it's been very, very welcome. I imagine extremely important and just you know, uh, hugely um, lucky, I suppose, for the two things to, to kind of coincide. Um, so yeah, just, that's what the next two or three days is kind of the bubble of time I've given myself anyway to just experiment with some shift patterns. Uh, today I'm going to try a few more uh, two hours. Uh, it was very hot yesterday so it didn't really make sense. Um, but uh, today I'll try. I'll try one now when I go out straight away. Uh, get it done a bit earlier in the day and maybe a bit later in the day as well. Um, and just see what they look like and then tomorrow maybe an amalgamation of everton and then after that look at putting in uh, putting in um, putting in uh, stone or whatever a, uh, a daily kind of routine and shift pattern that i feel is um, uh, something i can adhere to over the next whatever many weeks it is like the, the number clearly in my head is 12 hours uh, rowing a day uh, 12 hours uh, everything else but I'm just not sure what the makeup of that looks like um, that you know I'm pretty sure that's something I can do want to do and should be um, striving to attain um, and it's it's very achievable. Uh, it's just what, how do I um, piece it together throughout the day? I really want to um, try at least to get a minimum four, maximum five, kind of five five hour um, block of sleep at night, and um, and uh, fit everything else in then to the next the other nineteen twenty hours. So, uh, yeah, we'll just keep kind of eyes open on that and, and trying to work that out over the next uh, 48 hours, 72 hours. Um, but uh, thankfully, I have the incredible um, help of the
to go off stream to, to give myself um, a uh, space to do that. Um, so yeah, day 14 generally was like excellent. Like I'm just blown away by the uh, <laughs> the speeds the boat's doing. Uh, I think I'm trying to like trying to take them for granted I don't think I am but like I'm just trying to also trying to like uh, have a comparison because you know you're used to seeing like if you're seeing two two and a half knots on the screen uh, you're happy uh, and now I'm seeing like five sixes the odd time I'm seeing a seven knot like like every stroke like I'm like fucking hell this is insane stuff sure makes this ocean rolling thing a lot 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 easier uh you know i'm, I'm you know i'm also <laughs> conscious that it's not going to last but still uh yeah it's just it's mad uh like last night trucking along kind of um sideways on to uh, the winds and the waves kind of getting like i said got pretty wet because it was getting you know quite a few waves over the side but uh, at the same time, the boat's still, even though you're not, sometimes it's hard to row in those conditions because, uh, you know, the, 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 the sea state basically with the waves and then trying to get like full strokes into the water, it's near on impossible, you know, because the boat's never on a kind of even um, keel. But uh, um, even at that, even with like a bunch of fucking non-existent or shitty attempts at strokes, you look down and you're still doing 5.67 knots and you're like, fuck, Jesus. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So that was the story anyway from, the, from here yesterday. Um, really felt like I've got into like, some really outside of like rowing in that like but some real much better standards around like um, nutrition and hydration uh, and making sure that I'm uh, um, after every um, every uh, session on the oars that like it's nearly an immediate thing that I bang down some um, either a shake or some nut butters or uh, a snack or a flapjack and then load of like a, a mineralized water like so um yeah that was really good and then just getting loads of stuff done around the boat and getting a bit more organized to my liking and tidied up and yeah so uh yesterday was very much like a task like i just put all my concentration into tasking the task and all the little bits around that uh, and i think it just helped me kind of uh stay in a zone uh, outside of like an emotional
most. I'm even ashamed to say I give in. I quit. I need to sleep. Uh, the ocean can take me as far north as it is going to. So I accept that possibility here I could lose 20 odd miles to the north but uh, I just feel absolutely useless out there on the oars um, trying to move this boat a little bit to the east and get it out of this current watching the GPS coordinates literally drip down not literally but just drip slowly I'm thinking fuck me if this is 20-30 miles of this I have to do um, I mean this is futile like it's pitch black can't see a fucking thing. There's no moon. Got no reference points apart from the fucking compass, which you know my trust levels now with that are pretty low after everything. And uh, I'm moving this thing literally inches, and it's still saying I'm going north much quicker than I'm going uh, east. So, so like, I feel like fucking screaming. Like, So I give in. For somebody who fought so hard for those mileage earlier, um, it just shows you how much of a, a head fuck this last three, four hours have been. I'm just gonna like it's literally taken everything I've take done today since I don't know since probably around one or two o'clock it's taken all that mileage already and we're moving at three and a half knots north so that's so every hour we're gonna lose another three and a half miles so say an hour sleep for four hours five hours Fucking 18, 15, 20 miles. But like, that's how confused I am. Like, I've tried everything to sort out. I just, I cannot figure it out. For the life of me, it makes absolutely no sense. Whichever way I turn the fucking boat, it still says it's going north. East, and you come in here expecting to see the thing facing 90 degrees away from north. Nah, about 12 degrees at best. Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. I swear to god, man, I'm in a fucking vortex of some type here. Fucking twilight zone. 
Yeah, my hope is, it's a long shot, that uh, a few hours sleep and uh, will rest my brain a little bit at least and maybe even give me a fresher um, perspective and hopefully things will change to be honest. But uh, I don't expect much to have changed. But at least uh, mentally I'll be in a better place. proper chat with Chris about this but uh, for tonight as I've said shame to say but I quit a bit of a lazy start to the morning um, and uh, yeah kind of giving myself permission to to be a bit lazy because um, I feel pushing myself right now after what's just gone with Gus and Eva and what's to come with the, this mass of oceans across um, is not the thing to do uh, so you know I'm taking my time doing everything uh, making sure I do everything uh, well and diligently and properly and to a high standard when I do do it um, but uh, yeah I, I just feel that there's a there's an emotional cocktail just kind of working it's uh, workings below the surface um, within me and if I you know start to um, impose expectations or standards that are probably not um, long-term um, achievable or at least an adherence to them over the long-term um, capable well then I think it's just all going to kind of burst out and I think I'm going to fucking have a, a really kind of tough time so uh, I'm just yeah basically giving myself a little bit of slack for a few days so hence lazy morning. Uh, I just did two hours on the um, on the oars and we're pushing for ten miles. Currents were really good for a while, but then the last forty minutes it just died off. So I don't know if I've uh, come out of the Gulf Stream or a, like a, a top flow of the Gulf Stream somewhere, but um, I just couldn't find it. Whatever angle of bearing I put the boat at after that, I couldn't get that strength of uh, flow that was there beforehand for basically for the last 36 hours um uh, still i got nine and nine point one miles in that um in that two hour period so i had planned on taking a big break uh but i'm sitting in the cabin or lying in the cabin here uh, i'm literally literally dripping sweat from hands forearms arms face it's about fucking 45 degrees it's absolutely insufferable so uh i'm not going to stay long it's going to be easy to be outside because the wind is the wind is blowing nice outside very like the conditions aren't great i'm getting a lot of crosswind um to the north 
and uh, wave direction as well but i'm just i'd rather be out in that plowing away than sitting in here in a little pool of my own sweat um kind of getting agitated that i can't get any rest or any decent kind of uh, comfort at least so uh, out i go after half an hour so uh yeah that's the start of day 15 on the oars at least so we'll um we'll check in later sure Just off the oars there after two hours of fucking madness. <laughs> I climbed out reluctantly because it was raining and uh, foreboding. But um, the work needs to get done. The only way I'm getting home is by doing this body of work, this huge body of work. So got to keep... Uh, Keep focusing on doing uh, well. Firstly, putting in those um, the time, and secondly, the quality of the work. Right. So, anyway, I um, yeah, hopped on the oars, um, and almost immediately, uh, a, a squall came in. Actually, it was immediately because I still actually hadn't started rowing. I think I was eating. A <laughs> Um, I saw in the bottom of my snack pack there was a Cadbury's um, dairy milk and I fucking love dairy milk so I was like oh, I'll just have this now because so, um, I've not eaten much today more out of um, uh, um, more out of lack of um, time so I said I'll just smashed that and as i was smashing that this squall came in fucking intense it's just like a monsoon shower you know uh so that fucking uh, that was the start of two hours of <laughs> fucking box of frog madness with the weather um all i had on was smock uh under top under shorts and uh, my bucket hat and um within an hour i was soaked through even through the smock which is you know supposedly waterproof um it was just incessant uh huge waves fucking out of all angles and then at about half an hour left in the shift so i was aiming to get five miles everything's really slowed down today uh I don't know where the Gulf Stream has disappeared to, but it's gone bye-bye. So, um, yeah, and I've been a little bit greedy, um, <laughs> hoping for it to come back, to be honest with you, because it makes things so much easier when you see these huge numbers popping up on the screen. But uh, anyway, so I was aiming for five miles, and I think I had about four and a bit done. And then... I wouldn't even, I don't know what you'd describe this, a squall on steroids came out of nowhere for about 20 minutes and just like saturated, I mean, soaked to the bone, feel it dripping down, you know, everywhere, down my neck, uh, down my back, um, it was like, I must say, like it was, I fucking loved it, like it was some fucking buzz, it's like, uh, 
um, reminds me of uh, the Forrest Gump movie when Captain Dan is on top of the uh, mast shouting at God. Uh, that's the intensity it seems to be like, you know, in terms of the weather. Like the winds just pick up and the sea state, when these squalls come in, the sea state gets, um, it darkens just before it's about to come in, you know, gets a bit um, ominous. And then it comes in and it's this beautiful effect, of course, of the water hitting the, the, the rainwater, hitting the seawater and this kind of white sheen. Um, so I picked up the GoPro a couple of times, hopefully I was able to get something on that, but it was just fucking madness, like the intensity of it's fucking just pouring down, roaring down, like, um, so, uh, yeah, that was really, I mean, that was a really cool experience, um, even though, then I was like, fuck, what time is it, um, in terms of, am I going to, like, uh, have to get dry my plan was to just take an hour off like which was going to take half an hour to kind of get yourself some way sorted after this in terms of uh you know the wet clothes off get yourself dry give your skin a chance to dry out um that's a big priority of mine at the moment because I've just started to feel like a little bit of uh, agitation on my arse and uh, fucked if I'm uh, going through what I went through last time so you know and I was like so what time is it and, and, and let's be honest if I go in in the middle of this am I really coming back out in the middle of it like because it's it's a total different story getting yourself dry getting yourself um, comfortable and then putting back on clothes to come back out into something like that. So that's what I was thinking. And then I just got my five miles. It was just over two hours. And uh, and it's just died off. Yeah, so it's really quietened down now. So I said, for, I was thinking, will I go for another hour and do that block? And then try and come back out and do another block of two hours. And that would kind of cover me for the day in terms of like a decent... Uh, block of time on the oars um, which would have been what 11 I think hours but um, uh, when it died off I was like listen it's half five so take two hours and then back out at half seven get something to eat get yourself dry get your skin dry give it a chance to air um, and relax you know um, and then um back out again at half seven so that's the plan now but at the time I was like you know, all sorts of all sorts of um, plans you know because the truth is a bit like like last night the same thing happened got soaked at half nine ten o'clock and had planned to go back out um, again but you get in the cabin and then you get all the wet gear off and you, you know you get you get the, like into that one comfortable position this whole boat holds um and you're tired and it's pitch black out there's no moon it's pretty grim out there and the chance of like grabbing back on uh the wet clothes again and going back out an hour later like so it's it's like really 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 challenging to do that so uh i knew well that um sorry i'm starting to realize again now that i'm faced with these kind of scenarios as a solo that um if you're out in it, you might as well stay out in it and, you know, make the most of it and then take your break when it comes. So 
So that was sort of that was the plan, but uh, it didn't stop. So it's it's all coming back to me. Um, I'm starting to have all these kind of uh, linking realizations back to the the last row and how I used to manage my day to day stuff as a solo, and sometimes how you're a bit more adaptable rather than the in a team where it's quite regimented, you know. So uh, yeah, so that was that mad mad couple hours. So I'm just resting up now and uh, I'll head back out in a while. Uh, today I got to uh, take out the second of my um, treat bags, and it couldn't have been better timed. A dry towel and uh, what have we got here? Some Dairy Milk Giant buttons. And we got some Word is Original, and then there's another little pack of stuff that a cash brought to um uh, just before we left so some of them are pretty squished i don't know if i'll eat many of them now but definitely the buttons i'm definitely very uh, happy to um have access to a dry towel today of all days so uh yeah all right cheers I might link up again later nice one Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.